Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today on the Everything 80s podcast, the surprisingly interesting story of McDonald's Chicken McNuggets. Hey there, what's happening? Welcome back to the Everything 80s podcast. I'm Jamie. Thanks for coming on out. It's June 1981 and the year is just about half over. And I believe that, regardless of what happens from here on out, historians will recount 1981 as the year McDonald's introduced Chicken McNuggets. Now, I think so. Let's assume for a minute that there's a portion of the chicken anatomy that can accurately be described as nuggets. Is this something you want to eat? These are the words spoken by David Letterman on The Tonight Show, June 4th, 1981. He was summing up this strange new snack-type creation that fast food giant McDonald's had just put out. So that's what we're looking at today. Chicken McNuggets are a fast food item from McDonald's. They were developed by Keystone Foods in the late 70s. They started with a trial launch in 1981, followed by a worldwide launch in 1983, and were an immediate hit. Little did David Letterman know many people would think the same thing as his statement back on The Tonight Show, but this would also be one of the most popular fast food items in history, and this is a look back on the history of Chicken McNuggets, and this is timed out amazingly coincidentally because McDonald's for the first time since 1983 is just announced now that they're launching a new flavor of Chicken McNugget. It's a spicy sort of cayenne pepper type version. So I didn't plan that, but that's amazing coincidence. But let's look at the history of the Chicken McNugget. So let's look at how this thing came to be. And like I mentioned, even though Chicken McNuggets are an 80s food, the story begins in the late 70s with Keystone Foods. The idea for a small bite size or two size pieces of you know, processed chicken wrapped in a batter and deep fried came from a man named Herb Lotman. Herb was the founder of Keystone Foods, which is actually a Brazilian food processing company. Herb's story is pretty amazing as he started out as a truck driver and would start and grow a beef and chicken supply company that would become one of the biggest in the world. Keystone Foods was very key in producing frozen burgers in the 60s that would then become mass produced. He started supplying these to McDonald's and then would develop frozen fish and chicken items before coming up with the McNugget. This guy was a heavyweight in the fast food industry and fast food as we know it would not have existed without him. And I don't know if you've seen that movie, The Founder, about the history of Ray Kroc and McDonald's. And McDonald's obviously started with two people named McDonald, Dick and Mac McDonald. Then they opened the first one somewhere in, I don't know if it was San Antonio, somewhere in California. And then they had tried to franchise, if you haven't seen this movie, it's brilliant, but they had tried to franchise didn't like it and they wanted more control over the restaurant. And then Ray Kroc, who sold uh, milkshake mixers, comes into the scene and he sees the huge potential with this restaurant and he convinces them to start franchising it. And then he grows it really fast. And how he does that is he starts leasing the land 
and uh, so the people who opened the franchise had to rent the land so they would always make the money plus the profits on the that was basically the secret to McDonald's but the big part of the whole thing was the idea of being able to have frozen easily thawed and then cooked food from mass you know quantities and different sort of stations throughout the country and that's all because of this guy Herb and uh, again, so like that, that's just part of the story that's never told that it wouldn't have happened without his businesses. Okay, so creating the actual McNuggets. So Herb supplied the idea and the chicken, but the ash, actual recipe for the McNuggets would be created by Rene Arend. And Arend was the first executive chef that McDonald's had ever hired to give a little more design to their food. I don't know if you've ever heard about um, things like the Big Mac uh, and, and specific flavors are created by legitimate high-end chefs to try and create these flavor profiles that they would use in a higher-end food, but sort of, I guess, dumb it down to the average palate. And you still need these flavors to combine and to match and to create these right, you know, sensations that people experience um, that sort of, you know, lead them to craving that food again or whatever. So there is, you know, there's a lot of science behind the foods that are created as far as, you know, again, artificial flavors and whatnot, but there's still some legitimate recipes and they use some, you know, real chefs to create those. So um, this guy, RN, he claimed that chicken McNuggets were his greatest creation, even though he had cooked for the queen, Cary Grant, Sophia Loren, and the king of Belgium. He stated that those meals were once in a lifetime dinners long since forgotten, but chicken McNuggets will go on long after I am gone. Aren was passionate about creating the best tasting food possible, even if he was working with limited quality ingredients. He would spend two years perfecting the McNugget recipe and the accompanying sauces, that was a big part of the whole thing, to prepare them for launch and marketing. Aren would focus on using the breast and thigh meat only of the chicken and figured out how it could be pressed and designed into various shapes. He had to design a process, including using machines from Sweden to cut the chicken, but the, the deboning process was actually done by hand. 36 people were used in each assembly plant to debone chicken, and there are six of those big manufacturing plants. The next step was perfecting the dipping sauces and the batter, which is actually a tempura batter. Again, there, there's real design in these things that you would not would not be out of place in a high-end restaurant. It just in, in the restaurant situation, the quality of the ingredients has improved, but the flavor profiles and the combinations are, are almost the same thing. Aren had a strong background in sauces from his work all over the world and would go through hundreds of creations before landing on three, hot mustard, barbecue, and sweet and sour. The hardest thing in all of this was determining the right cooking times for the chicken. They would be partially cooked in the factories, then flash frozen and sent to the restaurants where they would be fried some more before serving. Let's look at the physical chicken McNuggets themselves. And this may be the fact of the podcast. And this was, I don't know, something I just was never totally aware about. But there are actually four specific shapes. They're actually designed in shapes, even though they might not look like it. I, again, I don't know if I just never paid attention or I was, this just sort of flew over my head. But you've got the shape of the bell. There is a bow tie. There is a ball and then there's a boot. They decided on those four things. The reasoning behind these shapes was pretty strategic and partly fun. The shapes needed to be able to dip properly into the sauces and the similar sizes were to ensure that they would all be cooked evenly at the same time. The four shapes 
Well, besides for being fun, they didn't want to go overboard with the fun, apparently. This is actual McDonald's quote saying, three would have been too few, five would have been like wacky. So you can't argue with that. Let's look at actually, so we're talking about uh, some, you know, real design and some real care taken into the flavors and the creations. But l- let's look at what's actually in Chicken McNuggets because, like I said, they u- they have to use inferior quality ingredients compared to a, like a Michelin-starred restaurant. I'll get to the actual nutrition and quality um, and, and how they've changed. But here's the quick look at what's actually ingredient-wise in the McNuggets. So you got the white boneless chicken. You've got water and salt. Then seasoning, which is a lot of different ingredients. Here's a side note. So like I also work in fitness and nutrition and everything like that. And so I'm very aware of, you know, additives and artificial ingredients and things like, you know, that go into flavors that don't necessarily exist in nature or colors that don't seem to exist in nature. And this is a thing fast food restaurants have been able to do over the years legally to get around declaring everything that goes into their ingredient. They can just take one name like seasoning and then they could have 30 ingredients that make up that seasoning, but all they have to do is legally just list seasoning. A great example, like a Burger King strawberry milkshake. Their strawberry flavor contains like 36 different compounds and ingredients that makes that up, but they only just have to list strawberry flavor. And interestingly, there is no strawberry anything in that flavoring. It's just a combination of all these different things. So example with the seasoning, Here's just some of the things in it, like a yeast extract, salt, wheat starch, natural flavoring, safflower oil, lemon juice salts, dextrose, citric acid. Yeast extract is an interesting one in a lot of artificial flavors because they can manipulate yeasts to take on different flavors. And it's a way that companies can use, um, instead of saying something is an artificial flavor, they can say it's a natural flavor. So if you see that on a packaging, you're like, oh, natural flavors, you're like, oh, it must be actual you know lemon juice that's wrung out by hand and put in but it's not it's it's almost the exact same process as how they create artificial flavor it's the same sort of path it follows it's just the end result's a little different so a lot of times if you see natural flavor they will use a lot of these yeasts that exist but it's a yeast extract and again from there they can manipulate it into different um, flavor profiles Okay, from there, you got sodium phosphates. You got uh, the batter with water and enriched flour. The flour has bleach white flour, niacin, reduced iron, thymine, mononitrate, riboflavin, folic acid. There's yellow corn flour. There's bleached wheat flour, leavening, spices, wheat starch, dextrose, corn starch. That's just a sampling, but that's the main stuff that's included. And that's why you will just never be able to recreate these items at home. You can take all these exact ingredients. You can get these anywhere, but it comes down to those artificial flavors or those natural flavors or whatever form they're using in their whatever their seasoning or their flavors or whatever. So you can take all those things, but that's the key to these items, whether it's, you know, chips or chocolate bars or candy or fast food. It all comes down to that. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So from there, the McNuggets are fried in vegetable oil, which is made of canola oil, corn oil, soybean oil, and hydrogenated soybean oil. So here's um, a quick look at the Chicken McNuggets calories and nutrition when you eat a six-pack of them. You're going to have 287 calories, 19 grams of fat. Of that, 3.1 grams is saturated. You have 5 grams of polyunsaturated fat, 8 grams of monounsaturated fat. You're going to have 41.0 milligrams of cholesterol, 537 grams of sodium, 239 grams of potassium, 14 grams of carbohydrates, 15 grams of protein, you can have a little bit of vitamin C and a tiny, tiny bit of iron, but that's about it. Okay, before we move on, let's take a quick break. They're here. They're here? Bobby, they're here. They're here? Okay, we're back, and that leads nicely into the launch of Chicken McNuggets. The early promotional commercials, like you just heard, started in 1981, and it actually took a little bit of time to get these up and running. They would start in selected markets in 81 to test what the response would be, and it was, not surprisingly, like really good. The problem was they were becoming such a big hit right away, there were problems getting enough chicken to supply the demand. They needed a new system put in place to be able to supply the individual McDonald's restaurants worldwide with enough McNuggets. Here in Canada, where I live, the demand at first was so great that Canadian suppliers couldn't even cover it. They would have to start importing chickens from the U.S. to meet the demand. This would help push the chicken industry in Canada as they stepped up the national quota by 92 million kilograms. It would take two years to get all these supply problems solved, and chicken McNuggets weren't actually rolled out worldwide until 1983. That's how big a hit these things were. And of course, what made them big was the way they anthropomorphized the cartoon sort of chicken McNugget buddies to help launch them as it grew and they catered these things more to kids because these were cute. And, you know, when you have an anthropomorphic representation of a food, it really can help sell them. And um, that's why you see cartoon animals and characters used to sell obviously fast food and breakfast cereal and other junk foods and even things like toilet paper and and whatever just because kids resonate more with it they would start putting the mcnugget buddies in the happy meal and they first started using them in commercials in 85 as again like with mcdonald's as an example of that you know cartoony animal character each fast food item at mcdonald's has a character associated with them like grimace was originally to launch milkshakes and birdie is for the mcdonald's breakfast obviously the hamburger all these things mcnugget buddies were some of the most popular characters and happy meal toys that mcdonald's has ever put out in the commercials the voices of all six mcbuddies were voiced by one guy who is actually the voice of sweep from transformers and deep six from gi joe his name is hal rail 
in the, you can picture that sort of squeaky, high pitched voice they had in the commercials. McNugget Buddies would always make horrible puns, but this was the golden age of fast food and the characters that sold them. You may have noticed that today this tradition is long gone, and you haven't seen those characters for years because of a lot of the issues that came around with advertising um, and promoting things to children. <clears throat> and I did a whole show covering this and. Uh, the topic of deregulation and kids not being able to differentiate between what's a commercial and what is a an ad or, or like a cartoon show or whatever. So like a McDonald's commercial, a little kid might think that's just the continuation of the cartoon or the TV show they, they're watching. They don't know they're sort of being manipulated into wanting these products or whatever. The McNugget Buddies would also be super popular with their Halloween versions over the years. So looking, I touched on the idea about the nutritional component, if any, to these things. And and a lot of that's come up. Are Chicken McNuggets just this sort of McFrankenstein chicken? Is it just a genetically modified um, creation that has no basis in nature or, or nutrition? And that's plagued McDonald's since the Nuggets were first launched, like I said with that quote from David Letterman at the start of the show. And this would continue for years. People researching more... Uh, into what went into these nuggets would claim that the chicken actually came from older unhealthy chickens that could no longer lay eggs. They are overbred to become larger and all the meat is taken and mashed together, mixed with stabilizers and again those unnatural ingredients I said before being pressed together, flash frozen and eventually deep fried twice. Lawsuits have come up over the issue that chicken McNuggets are made with things that could never be used at home like that whole point I said, you know, you can find all those ingredients everywhere, but why can you never recreate these things at home? And that's one of the issues that came up. This gets a little ridiculous as when you walk into a fast food restaurant, you throw some of the nutritional expectations out the window. Uh, You know, like, I mean, you want your food to be somewhat not overly dangerous, but if you walk into McDonald's, you know why you're going to McDonald's. And this is, of course, why they've evolved a lot of their menus and stuff. And, you know, like you can get kale salads at McDonald's now. They're trying to, which could ultimately lead to their downfall. Like it's so much easier to get quality food in fat, I'm using quotes, like fast food restaurants, like places where you can pick them up. There's a lot of good stuff out there now. The problem with a company like McDonald's is when they try to be sort of all things to all people, that can lead to their detriment. And, you're offering health food. People aren't going to McDonald's for health food, but they're trying to incorporate that in a little bit. So, I mean, you can't be totally shocked and upset that, you know, chicken McNuggets were maybe not the healthiest thing in the world. Um, but one of the big issues that revolved was around the use of TBHQ and a name which is an almost impossible to say, but I'll try it. It's the polymethylsiloxane. These two compounds are used to prevent the oil from foaming when it's frying. However, there are synthetic preservatives and they're seen as harmful. One of their uses of those things I just mentioned is having them added to varnishes and lacquers to improve stability. And that's been in the food you've eaten. So this came up, I mean, this goes back years and all these issues coming up and all the lawsuits, McDonald's decided to make some changes. And I think, I don't know, it's not about giving McDonald's credit, but they they did listen 
to the people a bit. And one of the big things they've done is they've taken out artificial ingredients, like I mentioned, because of how sketchy these things actually are, specifically in Chicken McNuggets. This uh, change took place in 2016 due to the backlash at that whole, you know, Frankenstein association with the with the McNuggets. So today, they're not the worst thing in the world. I mean, as far as there's a little more natural and quality ingredients that go into them. The issue, of course, remains them being deep fried and the problems regarding trans fats. But again, that's being sort of pushed to the side too. And trans fats are slowly being phased out and almost, well, where I live to the point where they're going to be fully illegal and some other countries have already outright banned them. Um, the, the, the thing is with trans fats is they, they, they're used because they're super cheap. They last a lot longer. They don't always have to change them. And, and then that fat gives like a real mouth feel to, to deep fried things. And that's one of those things, those flavors and sensations that we really crave. The other issue here is based on the quality of the chickens they're sourced from. You can be pretty sure these aren't organic free range chickens that are running around on the local farm. The nuggets themselves now, they have no artificial flavor. They don't have artificial cover colors or those preservatives they are now also made from 100 percent seasoned chicken breast and again now there's there's worse things you could eat in a fast food restaurant um not that they're the best but it's always about making the best decision at the time and they're it's hard to say they're okay because there's better things you can eat but in the in the circumstances they're like not the worst here are a few actual other changes they've made um the one regarding the meat. McDonald's was actually using dark meat in the McNuggets, and they did that all the way up to 2003. Before that, they were using a combination of white and dark meat. But a lot of people weren't fans of this, apparently. So taking out the dark meat helps to cut down on the calories, but doesn't necessarily make them healthier, per se. The other chicken sandwiches at McDonald's still contain some dark meat, along with white and, quote, other meats. Uh, like I mentioned, the artificial preservatives were taken out. This was not only a smart move when they did in 2016 to show they were listening to customers, but it actually had a huge payoff. When McDonald's removed artificial preservatives from the McNuggets, sales actually skyrocketed. I think people were now under the impression they were a healthy alternative. Um, it's still fast food again, but the removal, removal of those artificial things does make for a vast improvement. And again, adding in more familiar ingredients in McDonald's has had to do that. Again, they've it's not probably by their choice where they've offered healthier things and stuff like that. They've had to um, sort of succumb to that pressure because there's more of a healthier movement out there. People are more aware of what they're eating now and they want to look for better alternatives and versions and um, restaurant options they can go to. They've also gone to using healthier chickens. Um, said before that they used ones that couldn't lay eggs as a source of their meat. If you've seen that super, the documentary Supersize Me, that they've covered that a lot. It was always a concern of the customers. Today they use younger chickens to keep them, quote, fresher. Uh, another thing they did is switching up the sauces. Today we now have tangy barbecue honey and honey mustard. There have been many other iterations of sauces over the years, including sweet chili, mesquite, and a zesty Italian for some reason. Honestly, if you just probably hand out ranch, everyone will be happy. But now they're like, like I said, they're making these new spicier McNuggets. And I think that's to keep up with companies like Chick-fil-A and Popeye's and and places that offer sort of spicy chicken stuff that people seem to love. Uh, One other thing regarding the pink slime, you might remember that whole 
issue McDonald's faced a few years ago. They would often use beef trimmings that had the texture and look of pink slime in order to plump up chicken and beef patties. It's technically natural, but not something a lot of people were thrilled to find out about. In 2011, they stopped using any of this pink slime and proved they used real chicken meat. Uh, you can go on YouTube and look up chicken McDonald's Chicken McNugget uh, production process, and you can see the real chicken they're actually using in it. And there are now fewer ingredients, and that's the ultimate one. And it, it's a Again, it's a bit of a tough one because like McDonald's states, they only use 30 ingredients in their nuggets, which is a lot. The problem is they don't indicate what percentage of the nugget is meat and what percentage is other ingredients. And like I said, you can hide dozens of other little ingredients and classify it as one thing. Okay, let's start winding it down here. I mean, everyone loves Chicken McNuggets. I do too. These little beauties remain one of the most famous fast food uh, items of all time usually the go-to choice for kids ever like since day one when they came out in 1981 they worked perfectly for kids they were perfect as a happy meal item the mcnugget buddies were one of the top stars for the company and commercials and toys during the 80s and again you know mcdonald's gets a lot of crap and you have to give them credit they've made some strides to keep the public happy i would think that as long as mcdonald's exists you're always going to get that little bell the bow the tie bow tie thing the ball and the boot in some form and if anything like they're expanding on them like i said they're making a new version altogether so that'll be it for me hopefully you like the show uh, if you haven't already make sure you subscribe wherever you find your podcast i should be there i will be back soon with a new episode don't you dare miss it